Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Keaton, there are things in life that are okay to cheap out on. You know, if you go to the car wash, just get the express wash. Yeah. Just a rinser. Right. And you can tidy it up at home. But speaking of cars, the one thing you should never cheap out on is your battery. I'm no tech, but I can tell you that you don't want to be with a bad battery, especially with winter around the corner, and no one wants to end up with a lifelong. My buddy Mark has a car. He was over at my place the other day. Notoriously cheap Mark. Mark. His nickname. Mark's car battery, I'm not kidding, the other day in Vermont, died in my front yard, and I had to jump his car to get him home. Come on, Mark. Get it together. Get it together, Mark. Go to Interstate Battery. That's why you need Interstate Batteries. I'm talking to you, Mark. America's number one replacement battery brand. And the battery auto techs prefer three times more than the other brands. Keep your car prepared for anything, especially with winter. Get a quick battery test today to find out if your battery is going to go bad. And make sure you let your family know to check their batteries, too. Come on, family. Find your closest Interstate Batteries dealer at interstatebatteries.com. You can also check them out at Facebook. Interstate Batteries. They're made for you. They're made for Mark. They're outrageously dependable. Check out your batteries at interstatebatteries.com. That's interstatebatteries.com. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331.20. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Welcome to the program, Hour One on this Wednesday. Dan and the Dennis, Dan Patrick Show. We will dive into a couple of things today. The Red Sox have fired their manager. The Mets are mum on their manager. And Luke Keekley decides to retire at the age of 28. LSU suffers a loss. They lose their assistant coach, Joe Brady. He goes to the Panthers, where at the ripe old age of 30, I believe the youngest offensive coordinator in the NFL. Also, there is a documentary out on uh, with uh, Netflix on Aaron Hernandez. Dan Wetzel, the great columnist from Yahoo Sports, one of the executive producers, he will join us a little bit later on to talk about that. It is really well done. Three-part documentary on Aaron Hernandez. If you like, get in touch with the program. You can in a variety of ways. Now that Mario figured out that there are emails to get each morning, yes, you can email us, dp at danpatrick.com. You can dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW, and say hello to Mario when he answers the phone. And our Twitter handle, at show. McLovin will handle that. Yes, Paul. The problem is we have such a backlog of emails. Mario's been bringing in things like, hey, I think this North Dakota State quarterback Carson Wentz is going to be something. What are your thoughts, Dan? Yeah, there's a little bit of a backlog there. It's okay. I'm fine with that. We'll eventually get around to it. Just like the calendars. We are, we are finally, finally done with the calendars. We signed them all, and I think that we're going to be able to get everything out by the end of this week. No, we're supposed to. Oh, my bad. No, no, we're getting those out. Yes, Stephen. Just in time for Christmas. Yes. 2020. Just in time for Valentine's Day. And, of course, <laughs> I'm uh, Mr. February. Yes, Todd. Is there a cutoff on this? Because it seems like every other day there's a whole lineup of new calendars in the back, and we're signing like crazy for, like, hours after the show, which is fine. I didn't know if you're putting a deadline on 
you know, not uh, taking them in anymore when they come in. You can always help Mario if you want to. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. The player that I am, I'm going to pass. Yeah, yes, Paul. Maybe our next calendar we shoot should be the 2022 calendar, and we put it out this time next year, because then it'll get to the people right on time. Wow, wow. No offense. No offense taken, <laughs> I'm sure, with Mario. But, uh, yeah, we're getting all the calendars out, and uh, hopefully you'll, you'll be getting those by next week, as we promised. Now, if you go to the website, the uh, Green Bay Packers fans, I got your T-shirt for you. I got Yellow Weasel up there. The uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I never thought in my career I'd be saying, hey, you can get a yellow weasel T-shirt. Go to DanPatrick.com. That's the uh, audible call by Aaron Rodgers. So Packer fans have been very loyal when we put out a T-shirt, certainly when it's related to Aaron Rodgers. But you can go on the website and you can see other T-shirts that we have available, including the Patrick Mahomes T-shirt. What's up, Mahomes? Uh, that's there available as well. Uh, Luke Keekley retired yesterday, and he had a great career. Seven Pro Bowl appearances in eight years. He was five-time first-team All-Pro. Hall of Fame voters look at that. They're not as interested in the Pro Bowl appearances as they are, you're a first-team All-Pro, which Luke Keekley was five times. He was the Defensive Player of the Year. But with Keekley, you're going to remember a lot of good things, but you'll also remember... One of the more notable concussions in recent history. He was carted off the field in 2016. He was crying uncontrollably after suffering a head injury. And concussions haven't been front and center. Certainly not lately in the NFL. The movie Concussion with Will Smith came and went. This year's been about great TV ratings and the sports seems to be thriving. But Keekley's decision to retire at 28 is a reminder of just how dangerous head injuries still are. And even with the league changing the rules to protect players, the sport will never be completely safe. And it's one of the dilemmas we have as a football fan. You root like crazy. We love these collisions. We love guys who are physical. But the players we love, like Luke Keekley, you want them to have a long, healthy life. And he does have money. Now, I do think that this is – I can't say it's a smart decision. It's his decision. Do I think it's the right decision? Yes. And I, and I hope it's not too late. I don't know if he, you know, maybe there's information here that he got that is going to scare you. And when he was with us, this was at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago in Minnesota. And I talked to him about these concussions because when you see a player get hurt and he's crying uncontrollably and can't stop because of this concussion, how scary that is. And he's played that way. You go back to Boston College and watch Luke Keekley. He was a battering ram. And that's... The, that position has a collision on every play and usually a violent collision on every play. Your goal is to have a violent collision on every play. That means you're tackling somebody, knocking somebody down. Here's Keekley talking about the difficulties of a concussion. I just think it's it's one of those situations where I think what makes it so difficult is every, every concussion is different. You know, I always tell people, you know, when you say you say you break your arm – you can go get an x-ray, and it shows you exactly where it's broken. There's a very well-documented procedure of, all right, we're going to put a plate in, or we're going to cast you, or we're going to put you in that for four weeks, and we'll go back and give you another x-ray, and we're going to see exactly where you are. I think the thing with concussions that makes it different is it's hard to do that. So everyone's different. Everyone reacts differently to each one. Um, so it's one of those situations where you just got to trust your doctors, trust your trainers. That's when uh, Luke was on our show at the Minnesota Super Bowl. 
And you have to allow a concussion to heal. You want to help your team. There's only 16 regular season games. You can't change your style. And he's a form tackler. You know, you, you look at some of the great tacklers. You know, Ray Lewis was a great form tackler. Uh, Brian Erlocker, great form tackler. These guys who launch themselves, those are the guys I worry about. But Keekley at age 28, and, and I don't mean to say, well, he had money, that's why he retired. It, it, it makes it easier because what happens is the guys who don't have money who have to continue to play. When you're the 53rd guy on the roster, you're the backup linebacker, you got to continue to play. Luke Keekley has made $65 million. Maybe he's going to the Hall of Fame. He's on a team that wasn't going to be playing for a Super Bowl anytime soon. New coach in there, and maybe it's a rebuild. Maybe Cam Newton's not back there. Uh, if you look at Andrew Luck, he had money, able to walk away. You know, Chris Borland did not have money when he retired from the San Francisco 49ers. Rob Gronkowski has money to be able to retire. And maybe with new salaries that these players can retire. You know, uh, Calvin Johnson retired earlier. Uh, Barry Sanders walked away, but, you know, Barry wasn't in anywhere near the condition of Luke Keekley. He just didn't want to keep losing, so he walked away. Maybe more players. I, I'm not shocked at this at all. Andrew Luck surprised me, but he was on a good team and he was healthy and he was coming off a good year and they had a good offensive line. Like, this was where you said, oh, Andrew Luck is going to be, now he's going to show he's a Hall of Famer. That's what surprised me. When a quarterback walks away at that age, now you have my attention. If it's another player at another position, not as much. I'm not surprised that Luke Keekley is walking away at 28. I applaud him for walking away at 28 because you really have to look at this and be responsible. And others may say, well, you got to play. Oh, you play hurt. Or that's the way other players played. You get dinged up, you get back in there. You know, Carson Wentz is being labeled a hero because he self-reported, I got a concussion here. He shouldn't be viewed as a hero as just somebody who's being smart and other players need to do this. Because I've said this before on this show, and as callous as it may sound, you don't care about these players when they're done. You might care if they come back and you have a ring of honor, but how do you help my team win? And when you're not in there and you can't help us, then you move on. And you'll move on, and you've moved on from a lot of these players. When's the last time you thought about Earl Campbell? When's the last time you thought about Tony Dorsett, who's dealing with uh, you know, concussion, dementia, head injuries? You know, you move on. Everybody has this, uh, like this awareness, a self-awakening, this epiphany when they saw Earl Campbell. They went, oh, my God, Earl Campbell. Earl has been like this for over a decade. And, and Earl's only a few years older. I think he's five or six years older than Barry Sanders. Earl Campbell played, that's how he played football. He couldn't play it any differently. You know, he's debilitated. But I remember when we were at the Super Bowl in Houston, and I saw him in a wheelchair. And I, that's the first time I went, gosh, do we forget about these guys. And do we really care about these guys when they're gone? And we should, but we don't. We chew them up, we spit them out. That's what this sport does. And Earl Campbell has paid a price here. Luke Keekley maybe has paid a price. Who knows what this is going to be like, his life will be like in 15, 20 years from now. But he walks away at 28, and he's able to walk away at 28. 
This program is brought to you by the great folks at LegalZoom. In the new year, make 2020 a great year, a year you'll remember. Use LegalZoom to help you navigate the legal world. LegalZoom.com, promo code Patrick at checkout special savings. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code Patrick. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. Uh, McLevin, you got a poll question for me today. Is it even a poll? Is Luke Keekley a Hall of Famer? Everyone's saying he is. I'm going to guess with the five first-team All-Pros and a defensive player of the year and a Super Bowl appearance. And I also wanted to know, and I asked McLovin, if he could find out the shortest Hall of Fame careers. And maybe this is going to be modified. Maybe the, the new era of NFL players and concussions and how long you play that we don't, you know, Terrell Davis, I fought for. I, I argued. I, I brought it up constantly. I thought that he was a Hall of Fame player who was, he played seven years, and he probably had four great years. He rushed for 2,000 yards, um, an MVP. Kenny Easley, seven seasons. He was a great defensive back out of UCLA uh, for the Seahawks. He's in the Hall of Fame. Earl Campbell played eight. Um, Let's see, Dwight Stevenson played eight, one of the great centers to ever play the game, but injuries. Floyd Little, nine years. Leroy Selman, nine years. Lynn Swan, nine years. Kellen Winslow, nine years. Luke Keekley fits in there with those guys. He does. And the first team all pros would probably put him over the top. Yeah, Paul. If you do the math, and let's say Luke Keekley goes in first ballot, which I think this modern era, people would be very empathetic or sympathetic to his situation. You know, he could have had more all pro seasons. But he would go in at age 34. I think the only other 34-year-old to go in the Hall of Fame is Gail Sayers. He would actually be announced as a Hall of Famer based on his birthday at the age of 33 because the Hall of Fame class is announced this time of year. So he'd be announced if he goes in first ballot at the age of 33, youngest ever. Luke Keekley came in, I think he was 20 or 21. He was the youngest player when he came in. He didn't miss a game in 2012, didn't miss a game in 2013 or 2014, Missed three in 2015 with a concussion, six games in 2016 with a concussion, one game in 2017 with a concussion, 2018, didn't miss a game, 2019, did not miss a game. He's not the same player, uh, and that could be for a variety of reasons, but he, he was not the force that we had come. I was surprised he came back this past year. Um, but at age 28, deciding to retire, and that's it's a good resume. So you have your health, or at least we hope you have your health. You have some money in the bank and a chance to move on with the second part of your life. Yes, McLovin. If you look at the defensive players of the year, most of them seem like Hall of Fame types. Like it's Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, J.J. Watt, uh, Troy Palomaro, Terrell Suggs. These are all kind of first ballot guys. So I think it's like an MVP. Yeah. In the NFL, an MVP pretty much guaranteed. Like I, I'm more lenient when it comes to the Hall of Fame. I, the more, the better. I, I just want to celebrate the sport. And I think sometimes when baseball would have, like, one guy go in, like Bruce Souter would go in. Now, there are times when I go, well, Harold Baines is not a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. But you're still celebrating longevity there. And I, I would err to the side, if you want to call it, err to the side of more than less. By the way, I'm happy that uh, a friend, Jimbo Covert, got into the Hall of Fame. Just got uh, announced there. Chicago Bears blocked for Walter Payton and uh, great guy. Uh, did he block for Dan Marino as well? I think at Pitt. But uh, Jimbo Colbert going into the Hall of Fame. They're slowly leaking out. Harold Carmichael, the Eagles. God, will we ever see another six? What six nine 
six eight six nine receiver. That was Harold Carmichael. You talk about a mismatch where you line up and you probably got a, a six-foot defensive back, and then there was Harold Carmichael, although the defensive backs were less shorter back then. They were probably, you know, 6'2". But Harold was listed at 6'8". And I, I loved Wilbert Montgomery and Harold Carmichael. They, now you're talking my language. They had good yeah. uniforms. They had good uniforms, but Harold Carmichael gets into the Hall of Fame. Yes, Todd. Not to take away from uh, Jaworski's ability. But you're going to. But when you can just loft <laughs> it up like that and know that he's just, he doesn't even have to jump, he's just reaching his head. Now, countless times you're just throwing it into the corner of the end zone, and he's just there's no way to stop that. Thank you, Todd. Any other poll questions there, McLovin? Oh, and Steve Sable, too. Oh, well, you've, been, you've been uh, lobbying for that for a while. Yes, but to me, Steve Sable, who his dad started NFL Films, that you talk about a contribution to the sport. He, he and his dad took it to the next level. Has anybody contributed to the sport more than him? Like him and his dad, the history, the growth, those videos, John Facenda. I mean, Buck O'Neill, to me, should be in the Hall of Fame from the Negro Leagues and, and his contribution while he was still alive with reminding us of just how great Josh Gibson and Satchel Page and some of these other players were. He gave the speeches because these players had died. They weren't even around for the honor. And Buck O'Neill, you know, I always argue that he, contribution to the game, if you have that category, there, there are very few who contributed more than the Sables did to their sport. And I'm glad that uh, both Steve and his father are now in the uh, Hall of Fame. Yes, McLevin. Uh, if you want to, I have a baseball poll and a NFL draft poll. We'll play? take a break. Yeah. And then we'll come back with that. Uh, Antonio Gates is going to join us, Todd is uh, telling me. Antonio Gates is uh, going into the Hall of Fame. Former Charger, and he just announced his retirement. So uh, Antonio Gates a little bit later on in the program. Coming up on 17 after the hour, we'll settle on a poll question. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife, drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's Geico.com. Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331.20. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. You know what I had last night? I had dinner with my son. I had a golden road 
I had a wolf pup session IPA. Had a boy? Yes, indeed. Did you sprinkle some wings in with it? I did. Good. I did. You're back. It's weird how I, I know I am back. <laughs> I I have people who haven't talked to me in a while because I was on the steamed vegetable purified water. That was a tough feed. run for all of us. Oh man, I was I was on that for almost five months. Then I got to introduce potatoes. Remember the day when I got to have potatoes instead of, I could add that to the steamed vegetables. I went out and bought two bags of potatoes. My wife goes, you don't need two bags. You dropped like Andy Dufresne getting out of Shawshank. (laughs) I was doing that, and then all of a sudden I got to add uh, a piece of meat or, not fish, I got to have chicken or, you know, steak or something, one meal a day. And then all of a sudden I woke up one day and I went, I'm not feeling any better. I know this is smart to do. I got to go back to, I had had pizza in six months. I had had wings in six months. And I said, I think it's time that I, I dive back in. I hadn't had sushi. I'd had seafood in six months. And then all of a sudden I go, because I went to the doctor yesterday who had treated me for my uh, inflammation. And she said, are you still on that uh, goofy diet? I said, no, no, I'm done with that. She goes, good. I'm glad you're back. Yeah, Paul. Did you feel better after having beer and wings? Did you feel like yes, I did. See, I, they're good for you. They're healthy. Beer and wings is healthy. It puts you in a good mood. Even pizza. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I kind of felt like I was back. Yes, McLovin. But the hot thing is now plant-based diets. Apparently the Titans, the Tennessee Titans, are a big plant-based team. You got celery with wings. That's plants. I like the plant-based burgers. I, I'm fine with that. I, I, you can still eat smart. It's just I, I didn't want to seem like I was being punished and felt like I was being punished. Yes, Eden. Who knew all these years later you'd be coming around to the old vegetarian? Yeah. No, yeah. not anymore. Yeah. Well, you did. Yeah. It didn't last. Get yourself a nice greasy cheeseburger. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But it was doctor's orders, or I never would have done it. But I'm glad I did it. I, I'm glad that I proved that I could do it, and uh, I don't think I'll be going back to it anytime soon. But I will say, the plant-based stuff, you know, you're getting, the people in the meat industry, you're getting their attention. Because now they're trying to figure out, all right, how do we capitalize on this market? Because it feels like it's here to stay. Yes, Josh? How do they make it look like the color and texture of a burger is my question. The same way they make it look like a color and texture of a burger and now with the whatever meat they're using in most of these fast food places. I'm just fascinated by that. Because when you think of burgers and steaks, like how do they get that black, you know, grilled brown color and are we going to hear something in the next in the coming months or coming years that it's actually healthy to just eat the regular meat than these uh, you know, plant-based ones? Well, if you cook it, then it turns brown. That's why it Yeah, because what's, what's healthy brown. now all of a sudden is unhealthy, and what's unhealthy now is like great for you. Eat a lot of, drink a lot of coffee, don't drink any coffee, have a lot of wine, wine's terrible. I'm still waiting for you know, a medical report to say that tequila is good for you. That, that's what I'm waiting for. Yes, yeah, there is still no version of uh, these medical reports that I've seen, though, that says Mountain Dew and chicken parmesan subs are mm. are the healthy way yeah. to go. In Fritzy, moderation. Fritzy's <laughs> holding up that Mountain Dew report that it's the elixir. When you look at Mountain Dew, I like it feels like it might peel paint. It's like a lantern. It's, it does have a glow to it in the dim light. You could almost see it if you know you were able to look at your X-ray and then you pour it in. You could just see this. Orange liquid, whatever it is. But I'm sure it's fine for people with stomach embolic. That's true. It's that darn yellow number five. It settles you down. It's reverse psychology to your stomach. I, like I'm actually going to punish you. Yeah, take that. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how my 
question about plant-based burgers have to do with an attack on my dietary? <laughs> well, no, we, we, get were, we were talking about Mountain Dew. I know, but I didn't call it a particular person who's like <laughs> saying how wonderful a plant. But you're questioning something that's more than likely healthy. We know Mountain Dew is not healthy. It's unlikely to be good. For you. It's not good for you. It's not plant-based. I would try it if I were you. Just try it. What's the report on strip mall Chinese food? <laughs> I think the jury's still out on that. Depends on how much of the lobby the uh, strip mall Chinese you food lobby wants to You've got to go to the 99-cent places, like in the alley. I'll, with bet, the, with I'll the bet that you've had plant-based burgers here and you don't even know it. I'll bet you have. Well, I know there's definitely things in do burgers you, okay. that we all don't want to uh, do you want me, burgers. Do you want the big German to go get some plant-based burgers and we'll cook those up? We're having a burger showdown? We can have a burger Wednesday showdown? Burger showdown? We can do it. Do you guys want to do that? Yeah, Paul. There's a Burger King like two miles from here. We can go get a little uh, Whopper, plant Whopper, and go uh, toe-to-toe so you can recognize it. No one's ever done that before. <laughs> I think it's funny, those commercials, that they don't even – they don't actually recognize or realize what they're saying. It's not actually a statement about how, wow, these plant-based ones taste almost like real meat. It's more like – the real meat that you're supposedly <laughs> using is nothing like real meat. Exactly. It's actually the, they're saying the exact opposite. It's like these ones are so terrible yeah. that you, you, it's just like the soy one. These aren't actors. And then you see them biting into a hamburger. I, it tastes just like a real burger. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, available in all 50 states, Golden Road. That's where we started here. Golden Road brewing fresh craft beer since 2011. I knew we'd get back to that eventually here. All right, poll question, McLovin. What do you have? Okay, you want to go baseball or do you want to go NFL draft? Let me do draft, and then okay. we'll, once we get into baseball, i got a few things to say about baseball and when, what's happened with the Red Sox firing Alex Cora. Okay. Okay, now that Joe Burrow has signed on with the Panthers to become offensive coordinator, I'm sorry, uh, Joe Brady, the former LSU passing coordinator, is with the Panthers. If you're Joe Burrow, do you make a real push to not go number one to Cincinnati and say have their agent call and say we want to go number seven? Am I missing something here? Yeah, he wants to go with Joe. He doesn't want to go to the Bengals. He does not. Well, no. I'm not saying Joe Burrow does it, but a lot of people think it's the worst Well, no, no. Here. I want to know what Joe Burrow wants to do, not what Jimmy Lipper wants him to do. Well, logically, why would you want to go to the Bengals? You have nothing there. He's from Ohio. Yeah, but I don't think he's a Bengals fan. I think he's a Browns fan. Well, yeah, where he's from, he would be a Browns fan. Yeah, like I don't even think he likes the Bengals. Like, the, none of that Ohio stuff. Take okay. that out. Okay. But it, there's no def- – they have the worst defense. They have, their offense gets hurt all the time. They, their coach is unproven. Why would you want to go there? Why didn't Cincinnati hire Joe Brady? Right? What it, whatever it was going to cost you, get him in there as your offensive coordinator, your Joe Burrow whisperer. Well, I'd say Cincinnati has this reputation of being cheap. That's they, why. No, no. They, they are cheap. And, and it's a reputation that they've earned. They've, they've done it. That, that's one thing that they earn. They're cheap. Yes, Paul. The Miami Dolphins had the fifth pick in the draft, the 18th pick in the first round, and the 26th. Would you trade all three of those to jump up for the first pick in the draft with Cincinnati? If you ran Miami, you're the ownership, you're the GM. Three first-round picks, a fifth, an 18th, and a 26th to get the first. And you get whatever quarterback you want. And vice versa, if you're Cincinnati and we're offered that, you still get the fifth pick, which means you can get Justin Herbert, maybe, or Tua. Yeah, but I don't want to get a quarterback. I want to get my quarterback. This is what this is the mistake the teams make. You miss out on that guy, so you go, well, let's take him. And then you make a mistake because that's not the right guy for you. But you feel like, remember that one draft 
where it felt like everybody went stupid and they were like, oh, we got to get it. We're going to take a quarterback. And then we're going to take a quarterback. Christian Ponder, we're going to take that quarterback. And you're going, is he the right quarterback for you? Yes, McLean. Josh Rosen felt a little bit like that when he got picked by Arizona. Like everybody, there were a bunch of quarterbacks right before, and he was just there, so they took him. And they is, didn't is Josh Rosen going to emerge someplace? Is he going to surface someplace? Yes, McLean. I mean, I think he's under contract with the Dolphins. I know, still, but, yeah. but I they're going to take Tua. I don't think so. I don't know. What happened there? I don't know, because it felt like people were turned off by his attitude or his cockiness or whatever it might be. I watched a lot of UCLA when he was there, and there were times when he looked really good. And then there were times when he just looked average. Yes, uh, Paul. But if you're Cincinnati Bengals and you're at the one spot, you could trade down four spots to get Tua, who five months ago was the number one pick in the draft, and pick up a whole bunch of capital, draft capital. Yeah. Uh, it's, you got to consider that, because if it's a coin flip between those two guys, assuming Tua was healthy, assuming he's going to be healthy, Four months ago, that it was reverse order. Yeah, I don't think that I would trade all of my draft picks, draft capital to, to do that. And if I'm the Bengals and I find a guy and it feels like, you know, he's he's the guy you want us to face your franchise, then you build along with him. He might not want to go there because they're not very good, but you do get the opportunity to go number one overall. If you're the Dolphins, you surprised a lot of people, and you got these draft picks – capitalize on those, build something special, and if you want to keep Ryan Fitzpatrick for one more year, or you feel like Tua is the guy that we got to get, or Justin Herbert, whoever that is. But you got to be sold on your quarterback, not a quarterback. Yeah, McClellan. So who do you think ends up in a better situation? Burrow probably will go number one to Cincinnati. What if Tua falls to, like, a better team at the end of the first round? If you look at a 10-year window. Like the Chargers. Yeah, or, yeah, the Chargers. Well, this is why Mahomes... The reason why Mahomes is so good is because he's with an experienced coach. He's got a great offensive coordinator, and he has as many weapons, if not more weapons, than any other quarterback in the NFL. And he got a year to observe. If he was playing for Jacksonville, we would not. He would not have this fanfare. You would you would watch him and say, "Boy, he's fun." But it would be like when he was at Texas Tech. You would look at him and say. He's got a strong arm, or he's interesting or creative. But he's with Kansas City, and they appear to be going to the Super Bowl. He would not be going anywhere. If he was with, throw out a, another team that's not very good, uh, like Cincinnati. You would watch, but you would go, oh, he's interesting. Uh, that's the difference here. Deshaun Watson went to a better team. The, the lower you go, you may have to sit, but you do get a chance to play for a better team. Now, would I want to go to the Bengals? No, I would not. The organization, the talent around them, it feels like you're looking at a two- or three-win season. I don't want to have what happened to David Carr, Derek's brother, who I thought was extremely talented, and he got roughed up when he was with the Texans. He got roughed up, um, and he never recovered from it. But I thought he was an extremely talented quarterback. That confidence level, it can uh, it can go quickly. Uh, by the way, guess who is coming back for his 17th NFL season? Say hello to Larry Fitzgerald. Great. I love it. He had a good year this year. Yeah, Paulie. 
Larry Fitzgerald started all 16 games as he has the past five years. 75 catches, four touchdowns. He's 172 catches from breaking Jerry Rice's record. He's averaging about 72 catches a year the past two years. Wow. With with a not great quarterback situation. It's getting better. Man. That's, so basically two and a half years is the pace. A little less. Yes, McLuffin. Sorry, one more headline just came over. The NFL is killing us. They, there's a, I could save it. There's a Hall of Fame induction right now. It's going to cause some problems. Well, unless they're t- taking OJ out of the Hall of Fame, <laughs> no. it's not going to cause me that many problems. Uh, a former commissioner. Oh, Paul Tagliabue? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Whatever. Uh, yeah, okay. He doesn't bother you. Some, some NFL writers are really I, I, You know what? That's, that's their little world. I mean, if you grow the league, Roger Goodell, is he going to get into the Hall of Fame? Yes. Whether you like him or not, or he's made good decisions, he's made them money. And he'll probably get into the Hall of Fame. But Paul Tagliabue, I was around when he was commissioner, and okay, that's fine. I don't care. Put him in. Celebrate the game. By the way, uh, Two-A-Days just sent me the surprising health benefits of tequila. It's good for your bones. Did you know this? It's one of the best alcoholic drinks for fitness fans. It aids digestion. It's been linked to weight loss. It can aid sleep. Well, <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, no, no, don't do this to me. I'll, I'll debunk tequila. Because i got to print this out for my wife. i gotta, I got to look at this, hon. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, that's kind of a way you could spin anything in that. <laughs> we do. You know? Like, yeah, of course it aids your sleep. I if passed you, out. Yeah, if you pass out, you just got 10 hours sleep. Of course I lost weight. I've been throwing up all morning. I got hammered last night. Whoa. Drinking tequila is not more healthy than not drinking tequila. Put it that way. Like you need all of the benefits of tequila in your system. Not avocado. Like vitamins. Honey, my bones are getting stronger because of tequila. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, those are called beer muscles. <laughs> tequila. We need to start our own tequila. Yes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Dan Keela? I like it. Yeah. Tequila. For the sports fan. Well, I, I came up with this idea. Well, I thought I came up with this idea years ago. Uh, tequila Mockingbird. <laughs> what, what are the other ones? Wait, you don't love that? Nope. To, tequila Mockingbird? Tequila Mockingbird? Oh, my God. you got to be kidding me. Yeah. For the I, literary drinker? Yes. 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 For the beat poet in and, your house. And then yeah. our next spirit to be, the next spirit will be Catcher in the Rye. Yep. Dude. No, no, that would be your whiskey. Yeah, oh. that's your whiskey. That's what I said, our next spirit. Right. Oh, I thought you said our next beer. No, no, no. Catcher in the Rye? I would buy that. Yeah, but that was used by Tim McCarver. That was the title. I think of his book, Catcher. Oh, no. Uh, was that Bob Euchre, Catcher in the Rye? I love literary spirits. Literary spirits. Come on. LLC. McClub. Casamigos made a billion dollars, and that name's not that great. Yeah. Well, sure. I know. It has to taste good, but I, I'm just And you have to look as good as George Clooney, too. That's a big part of the deal. And Randy Gerber. Yeah, I'd go out on your motorcycle promoting Cindy it. Cindy Crawford's uh, husband. Tequila Mockingbird. <laughs> I love it. I, I think it's amazing. Come on. I, I, I am abs- I'm absolutely shocked that you guys don't go. That is, and Todd. And you have like a nice Mockingbird logo, like on the uh, yes. on the bottle. Yeah. Okay. Don't try to latch on to what my great. Is it shaped like a Mockingbird? The bottle. No, no. How could you do that? 
But it's it's called okay. I understand the play on words, but then like, what are you what are you doing with it? Why would it be called that? Other than that, it sounds cool to call it tequila. Okay, but but wait now. I want you to listen to yourself. Your entire <laughs> career is based off of things that don't make sense. Yeah, twisting words, play on words. Tequila Mockingbird. I just poking fun. Okay. I got a tagline. Boom, Radley. There you go. Okay. Yeah, you're right. We don't expect people to read the book. We just want them to buy the tequila. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Our, that's our tagline. I went to see the play on Broadway. You don't have to drink the book, but you can get hammered. Yeah. <laughs> Catch you on the rye. Tequila, buy the book. Tequila Mockingbird. Can we do bang the rum slowly? Okay. Okay. Right. Them all okay. Out. Now we're going. We're going to have our own little genre. Yes. Let's do it. Yes, I'm fine with that. We just have to mention the movie reference is an old movie reference. We don't get sued. Wasn't Bob De Niro... And bang the drum slowly. Was De Niro was the baseball player, wasn't he? And bang the drum slowly. Yes, Paul. And then a wine line, the grapes of wrath. Now, I like yeah. that. Oh, here we go. Wow, we got a whole Fuck collection. Yes. Clooney. Yes. The billion dollars we right got there. Bang. One billion dollars. Yes. Somebody is already trademarking that as we speak. Can we skip right to the part where we get bought out and we don't actually <laughs> have to produce anything? Pride and gin and juice. All right. <laughs> Pride and prejudice. Pride and prejudice. Pride and prejudice. <laughs> Pride and prejudice. Pride and gin and juice. Let's take a break here. <laughs> take a break here. Tequila Mockingbird. <laughs> I'd wear that shirt. Hell yes. Take a break. Play of the day coming up. Catcher in the rye. I like that. Back after this. Credible is an online marketplace that gets you pre-qualified student loan refinancing rates from up to 10 different lenders. What are some of the benefits of refinancing to a lower rate you ask? Well, I'll tell you. You can save on interest or lower your monthly payment. Sometimes both. You can also consolidate all your student loan bills in one place with a lower term, get debt-free faster. Now, here's why you should see these incredible things that they do. You see actual pre-qualified rates, whereas with some online marketplace, you'll get ranges of rates or ballpark estimates. It only takes a couple of minutes to check the rates. You just fill in some basic info like name and address. Most importantly, checking rates don't impact your credit. They're so confident they have the best rates, they'll give you $200 if you close the loan with a better rate elsewhere. They never sell your data, so you won't receive spam and phone calls from dozens of lenders. Visit Credible.com slash Dan. That's C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash D-A-N. And when you close a loan via Credible, they'll give you a $200 gift card. Fill in a couple of pieces of info to check what rates you are eligible for. Again, that is Credible.com slash Dan. Refinance now and start saving. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Napa know-how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts, like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331.20. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place. 
so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. Oh, my God. The play of the day. NBA TV last night, my Grizzlies over the Rockets. I watched a lot of this game. Remember, I brought that up to Reggie Miller yesterday. I said, hey, John Moran, James Harden. Reggie's like, And the Rockets were favored by five, which they did mention during the broadcast. And the Grizzlies picked up the win. John Morant with a 28-8. and eight. The Grizzlies extend their winning streak to six games, the longest they've had since December of uh, 2016. Play of the Day is brought to you by LegalZoom. Need to make it legal? Make it LegalZoom.com. Make sure you uh, use the promo code PATRICK in the uh, checkout box for special savings. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. Yeah, the, the Grizzlies got something there. You know, they, it's a young team. John Morant's a lot of fun to watch. What was Harden last night? He had 40. And that might be the headline, you know, that he gets 40 in a loss or something. But it, as much as I'm fascinated by James Harden, I'm really disappointed in James Harden this year. He was 13 for 37. He was 5 of 19 for three. Like, I, I wouldn't show my face. And I, and I do think that he's been a really good shooter at times. And I, I think that one of these nights he's just going to get on a roll and he'll make everything, and he'll score 75. And he can get 40 every single night. But, man, is it ugly. It really is. And he was just throwing up shots there at the end where you're going, I mean, come on. Is that the best shot you can get? Yeah, Paul. John Morant was 10 over 11, 26 points. Yeah, John Moran looked good. He was fired up. He was, like, challenged. I thought his attitude last night was what was impressive. Like, let's go, James. He I, wasn't afraid. I, I am not a rookie. He was not afraid. He was talking a little junk to him. I thought it was a lot of fun to watch. A couple of uh, email. Will the retirement of Luke Keekley, uh with the retirement of Luke Keekley, should the Panthers go all in and rebuild, trade Cam Newton, let Coach Matt Rule build the team how he likes? Thanks. Love the show, Justin in Florida. <laughs> I don't know if Luke Keekley if that factored in of how good this team is going to be. You got a new coach, and he said, look, that's not the reason why I'm retiring. Hopefully he made a decision for the right reason, and that's his health. Not, hey, you know. Now, if they're 12-4 and four this season, they made the playoffs, does he come back? I, I don't know. Guys have a hard time walking away. It, here's the, uh, the tug of war that you have with athletes. Oh, you can't, like Tom Brady, oh, you can't go out like that. Okay, then you come back, and then you win, and then you say, well, I don't want to walk away from this. John Elway had to retire. We talk about the perfect retirement. Well, it's because health-wise, he had to. Even if he wanted to, they just won the Super Bowl. And that's where you go, boy, I'd love to come back. He couldn't. It's almost you have to be forced to make that decision. Like, I can't play anymore. Larry Bird couldn't play anymore. Steve Nash couldn't play anymore. You get to that moment where you go, I'm done. And maybe Luke Keekley got to that point where he just said, no matter what our team is, no matter the amount of money, I need to do this now. 
Yeah, Paul. But the one difference with like Luke Keekley and Andrew Luck, Keekley is going to the Hall of Fame. There's not really much doubt. He's got the money, and he appeared in the Super Bowl, which is kind of the pinnacle, appearing, at least appearing. Andrew Luck didn't appear in the Super Bowl. He's not going to the Hall of Fame, and he has the money. Like, And Luck also had a, a very competitive team around him, which makes his the, the craziest of all time because of the circumstances. Yeah, but this is where, and I, I've said this before when it comes to Deshaun Watson, I, I hope the Texans take care of him and that they look at what happened with Andrew Luck. Because if it can happen with Andrew Luck, it can happen with any quarterback in the NFL where you get so banged up and they're always rehabbing, and then you just say, is this worth it? And they've made their money, and they can walk away. And that's why when people say, oh, Andrew Luck, he's going to come back and play. And I go, he's not. If he was going to play, he, he would be back, or he would let you know. But he walked away. And he walked away from a very good team. But I don't, like Gronk, I don't see Gronk coming back. And Gronk is now a businessman. He's got shows on Amazon. I mean, he's he's moved on with this. He doesn't need this. Gronk's going to the Hall of Fame, too. You know, Patrick Willis, Hall of Famer, McLevin? I would think so, Great yeah. player. He was the best at his position for a little while. A couple other uh, Hall of Famers. Alex Karras got in. Played with the Detroit Lions. Webster, right? Yeah, and he got suspended for a year for gambling. So you see his career, it's 1958 to 1962, and then it's 1964 to 1970. So they took out 1963 because he didn't play that year. Donnie Schell got in from the Steelers. Awesome. That's great. Um, Max Speedy. Tony Vaselli did not get in. Max Speedy, what a great name. Yeah, he played with the Browns. He was a wide. Well, he was, you were an end back then. He was uh, not a wide receiver. He was an end. Jimbo Covert gets in. Cliff Harris of the Cowboys got in. All right, that's good. That's fun. Two tackles, not beside Winston Hill and Jimbo Covert. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, well, disappointing. Uh, let me see. Jeff in Detroit. Hey, Jeff. How are you today? Hey, what's going on, Dan? How's everything? This morning, my friend. Hey, buddy. Listen, uh, could you do me a favor when Antonio Gates comes on? He has always been a big fan. I mean, I've always been a big fan of his, Detroit guy. He's been a big fan of yours too, Jeff. (laughs) I wish, I wish. (laughs) Hey, tell him what up, though, D-O-E, what up, though. It's like a Detroit – when you say that to somebody, they know that you're from Detroit. Let me me try it, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, what up, though? Listen, my question to you, though, is this. Has your inside sources had anything to say about uh, Eric the enemy getting a job? Because I'm hearing all of these jobs being passed out, and for the life of me, I cannot fathom how you would be looking over someone that has had the hottest offense on the field, if nothing else, last week proved it, and this guy should be at the top for a job. Yes, he should. Thank you, Jeff. Eric Bieniemy, I hope, gets an opportunity. Not going to happen this year, but it's a pretty good resume you have there. And you're heading up best offense in football right now. So, surprising. All right, take a break. Back after this. 
Hey, what's happening, man? It's Tip T.I. Harris. Come check me out, man. Join me on my new podcast called Expeditionly. Exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now, every week I'm going to be talking to people who move the culture forward, who are shaping and changing the world in their own way. You're going to hear some shit that will change your life and move the needle in your world. Expeditionly is exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now, what I need you to do is download and subscribe to Expeditionly with a new episode dropping every Thursday. Do it expeditiously. Napa know how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331.20. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place. So you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today.